today. Thousand of you at once. Yeah, it's a it's a little desolate back here in the old rum chat corner, but we are <laughs> streaming yesterday and we had over three thousand people view three the rum chat. Three, three million. million, three million, three million. people. Uh, but day number two of the NFR back in Las Vegas. It's going to be a great day. We have actual rum chat fans here, and I know that because they came in with uh, a drink in each hand and screaming at us. Okay, two. So there's three double fisting. There's three real diehard Rump Chat fans in the front, and my man right back there, he's not going to miss one. He got his new Pete Car Rodeo hat, one of our sponsors. Yeah, and we've got like a million back scratchers, too. And like, uh, as far as giveaway stuff, it's crazy because one thing that you can, that will never go away is koozies, right? I'll bet, I'll bet we gave away over a million dollars in koozies. <laughs> and there's still 82 boxes of them. Um, on a side note, last year we had uh, Pendleton Whiskey. We had probably, how many thousands of Pendleton Whiskey t-shirts? I don't know. I, we still got more. So what I did was I went around the downtown Fort Worth area, and I gave a Pendleton t-shirt to every homeless guy there. And it was good marketing because when they pulled in there, every dude around had on a Pendleton Whiskey t-shirt. And speaking of that, last night I saw... Maybe the coolest thing I've ever seen, okay? Last night at the Orleans Hotel and Casino, I'm standing by the door, right? This dude comes walking in, smoking a joint. He's got on, he's dirty, he looks beat up, you know, kind of this crazy looking dude. He comes stumbling into the casino. He's got some in his hand. I looked down in his hand. He had a bottle of Mad Dog 2020, Ooh. okay? Banana so, red wine. So this dude is smoking a joint, carrying Mad Dog, and he comes stumbling into the casino, and he gets by, like, that sculpture at the front, and he's kind of leaning on it. Well, here come the security guards. I'm like, they are going to bust his ass. They ran up to him and go, sir, you have to have on a mask. Like, <laughs> they did not care about the Mad Dog or the joint, but they wanted to make sure this crazy homeless dude had a mask on. So... Uh, that was something new that I've never seen in Las Vegas. Uh, so, yeah, that was kind of my major experience. The Rump Chat party last night at Boyd Gaming, we had an awesome turnout. Thank you all that came. If you're coming today, be there at before 5, probably 4.45, because tonight at the Orleans, we have Bob Tallman is uh. going to be... Yeah, Bobby. Bobby T is going to be there, and he's. I'm going to just get it exactly. I'm going to give Tallman the mic. M O N T N A. Is that what you just said? T <laughs> Do you know Jordan Holland? <laughs> We're going to give. Ladies and gentlemen. You know that I'm rambling on. I can't find it. Well, you know that's what I'm going to let him do. I'm going to let Bob Randall. I'm going to give him a microphone at five o'clock, and he's got till five forty-five to do whatever he wants. So. If you are watching right now on YouTube or Facebook or any of our channels, get to the Orleans now. There's two watch parties at the Orleans, all right? There's one in the showroom, but you don't want to go there, okay? You want to come to the, the Bourbon Street Lounge. It's right in the middle of the casino. Yeah. 
The showroom is the all-in barrel race room, which is fine, but it's just full of, and no it's offense, full of barrel racers. Okay. <laughs> but but not, not that that's a bad no thing. Offense. No offense. I mean, it's just, it, it, it doesn't really have a bar. And we've got a huge bar. Uh, the coolest thing is you can order TGI Fridays to our bar area at the Orleans, okay? So nice. You, say you're sitting at Rump's Rodeo Party Who doesn't want some potato skins at 11 o'clock at night? They're actually called potato boats. Oh, my bad. Potato boats. They're only like 9,000 calories per potato. Like, I have not had any this year. And on a side note, I worked out again this morning. Yeah. That is this. I worked out. Do you have pictures? Yes. Ashley saw me. I lifted weights and I worked out and I had to work out really hard because I'm in there working out and here come this. Now this is going to sound weird, but I, I, I know who I am. Here come this dude and he was carrying a gallon of water and he, this was a good looking dude. I mean, he was ripped up like, I don't know if he was a Marine or whatever, but he was a very good looking guy and he had big thick muscles and, and you know, slicked back hair and he starts lifting weights. I'm like, dude, I got to i got to show this guy ain't no punk. So I start lifting weights even more than he was lifting, and now I can barely lift my phone. So, uh, and I rode the bike for 30 minutes, which the, the little girls beside me, they were not thrilled about their sweaty, chubby, rodeo clown bike riding buddy. But, uh, yeah, so second day in the gym. Oh, and I Snapchat Tuckness. And, uh, and just to keep up, I had a shot of Pendleton right before we started in the back room. That's, yeah. It's actually Anthony Lucius Pendleton, so if you guys want to drink. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It tastes better. But uh, night number one, Hambone was his first night on the job. And uh, well, a lot of people Snapchatted me pictures of the back of your bald head. <laughs> Did you see that? Thanks, Dad. So what, You're uh, seating hairline and... Before we go to our guest, though, tell me what the first night, what did you do? So, Because uh, everybody keeps asking me, what does Hambone do? Like, who are you talking to on your NASCAR headset? I'm talking to the Cowboy Channel. Talking to the TV truck, it's called uh, the Red Hat, which means we have to take these breaks. There's some are two minutes, some are three minutes. When the sponsor flags and the, and the uh, stagecoach come out, it's like six and a half minutes. So we communicate to them how much time they have for their commercial breaks. But then they always ask for more time, and it's just, I just, it's a hard no because they follow us. We don't follow them, but it's a fine line you have to, you have to do because you want to take care of the production inside the arena, and you can't just be dragging it out for TV. So uh, it's a lot of fluff and, and, and negotiations, but basically that's what I'm doing and helping with production. And then uh, I don't know if Benji's brake lines get cut and he can't make the rodeo. I'm playing music. So well, I was so excited because last <laughs> night, anybody at home that was watching, there was a lot of Motley Crue played last night at the NFR. They played Livewire. They played Kickstart My Heart for the opening. He didn't play Livewire. He didn't play Livewire. Maybe it's just playing in my head. I don't know. He didn't okay. play Livewire. Um, I, I do want to address this because we do on Rump Chat. We cover social media and social media followings. And everybody's talking today about two main things. Uh, you know, all these people that, you know, are Facebook people that talk about Facebook things. There was a lot, and I don't know if anybody here, those, did you guys, anybody go last, a couple people went? There was a lot of open seats for the NFR. 
was that not nuts in the whole history? I have never seen, and you couldn't buy a ticket. So the, you know I, what that is? That no, no. It's we face this at, at San Angelo. Sponsors get so many tickets, right? And then those sponsors don't give them out. I mean, I had you know Boyd Gaming. They text me when I'm standing on the production deck. Hey, we've got some gold buckles for tonight. That's great to know at five thirty. Yeah. So they you've don't. Got, they just and you've got you know, thirty six seconds to get these here. Big Caesars or or MGM or whatever. They get thousands of tickets, and so they just they give them to their hosts. The hosts are supposed to divvy them out. They may keep them on their desk. They don't, and so that's what screws a lot of the people that are out here that would def, would be happy to pay one hundred five bucks for the greatest rodeo on planet Earth. But I, they well, don't get up. I think too, and I don't know if you could do this, but used to be you could go to the Thomas and Mac and buy a ticket just to get in the building. Like what they called it. Uh, Standing room only. Yeah, you buy, I think now today, if, if I was gonna go to the NFR, I would buy the standing room only ticket and then get in there and you could be sitting in a $500 seat within probably by the time the middle of the bareback ride goes. Oh yeah, we used to get concourse pass all the time. There's just a sticker that, you know, you stick on your shirt or your jeans or whatever. And, and then about, uh, I don't know, fourth of the way through you just start mingling your way down to the gold buckle and yeah <laughs> then you work your way up it, and it Sometimes, was it was good. so good though like it was it was vegas night last night the nfr and it felt good it did i i have been you know me i i've voiced my opinion i absolutely love las vegas i love the atmosphere but i i love texas too like i thought I, got, I thought Texas was fun for the NFR. I'm not saying that's its home, but last night when, when the NFR started and they played Viva Las Vegas and the lights went out and here come the NFR flags, Feels it, right. it felt like it was supposed to be. And that, you know? that, that building went nuts when those six flags come out. I have a theory on awesome. like how I felt, and uh, this is so dumb, but I'm going to say it anyway. You know like when you're in high school and you break up with your, like, your main girlfriend? Not you, because you never had a girlfriend. But true. Um, like you, one. You break up with your girlfriend, and and then you get a new girlfriend, but you don't love her like the last girlfriend. Like you go out for a while, and there's fun times. You go to movies and Applebee's, and you do stuff. But then you and your your new girlfriend break up, and you go back with your old girlfriend, and it just feels right. And I think that's what I felt last night in Las Vegas. Is that dumb? I mean, yeah, it's pretty dumb. Did you ever know that you're my I felt that way. I felt, I felt like when the NFR started, I'm like, I wanted to kiss the NFR and say, I'm sorry that I doubted you. I'm sorry I said you were better in Texas. I just want to be back. I just want to be back in your sweet arms well, of you Las can't, Vegas. You can't duplicate a lot of things. You can't ever duplicate this town. It's, it's atmosphere. You can't duplicate the energy in that building with, you know, 60,000 seats. You don't have the intimacy. You don't have it. People aren't right on top of you. You don't have the electricity. It's, it's like, uh, you know, Houston, which is just massive and amazing, and it's awesome. But that for the NFR, I don't know. It's, I guess it's just because it's always, well, not always been, but you know what I mean, since 80, what, 85? 85. 85. Yeah. So it's just the Thomas and Mac is the place for it. The city is the place for it. It's what brings the people. We've said it a million times. And we've had, we had, oh, just, 
It's Speaking just good. of this city, it's just good. See, unlike some people, I actually have to get up and I have an 8 a.m. meeting at the Thomas and Mac every morning, which sucks. But go team. Uh, Vegas, Vegas before 8 a.m. is is very comical. Uh, the, when some you, of the tweakers that you go by. Uh, there was a lady today that is just doing all this stuff, sitting in her car, and then all of a sudden this car pulls up, just a car pulling up, we're all stopped at a stoplight, and she gets out this plastic sword and starts doing this at the car, and then puts it back on her dash, and then she started doing this and messing with, uh, it, tweakers are awesome. It's my entertainment as I drink coffee as I go to the building. You know, I actually thought of that, and Clay Hager, who is a PRC bullfighter, he's a good friend of mine, he texted me, and uh, this was actually a great idea. He thinks me and you should set up our recording stuff at 6 a.m. somewhere in Las Vegas, just on a street corner, and interview people that stop by. That's not a bad idea. Do you, do you see this? Stop by and, and get rump chat with random people walking by on the strip. Now, that would be a rump chat. <laughs> I think it would be entertaining. We'd I have mean, to chain our equipment down. Yeah, yeah. Steal it. Um, also, last night, so I got to give away two NFR tickets uh, at the conclusion of the party. And so, like, I wanted to, I wanted, we wanted to do a dance contest. But one thing me and you have learned from San Angelo uh, years ago with my dancing mannequin, you don't want to get the younger people. Nothing against younger people, but you don't want to get. The, the young kids that can actually dance because nobody really appreciates that. They can really mess up the evening. You want to get older people to that dance. Won't yeah, not you, ma'am. No. Okay. No. Thank you. But I was talking about... Won't hump a, uh, a mannequin in the arena in front of 6,000 yeah, people. Yeah, that's what happened in San Angelo. That got a little awkward. So last night I said, we're going to have a dance contest for these two NFR tickets. I said, we got two gold buckle tickets to give away. The NFR, well, they're actually balcony tickets, but I call them gold buckle tickets because if you have a gold buckle, you're more than welcome to sit in the balcony also. <laughs> and this guy from Iowa, uh, oh. he, you would never have seen this coming. He uh, was like the most stereotypical red, white, and blue 70-year-old Iowa man. Did I have, mean, did he have pliers on his belt? No, but he had on a he had Not a, a true Iowan. He had a John Deere belt buckle. Okay, he, that makes he up comes for up, it. So I was like, who wants the tickets? You know, and like uh, one of our friends from the Woodward Elks Rodeo, uh, who's always drunk and he's a good friend of mine. I don't know his real name, and he come up and a couple <laughs> other guys. Well, the last guy, he's like, I, I would like a chance at your tickets. All right, you know, come on up. So he comes up, and I mean, he's in the blue. And we're not sponsored by Wrangler because we're cool and we wear cinch. But he was in the blue, like, 13 MWs with, and that had the rule book in the back pocket. He's the, got belt, on, the tall bill fold? He's got on the belt. With that, the concho yeah, on Yeah. He's got on a leather belt that didn't even have stitching. It was like they just cut it directly out of a Holstein and put the John Deere buckle on it. And he had on, you know, retro's coming back. But this wasn't a re this wasn't a new shirt, okay? He was wearing a like a Panhandle Slim, like from 1987. Was it Lon Danley? No, it was not. He was an old guy. <laughs> so he comes up there and he, he's got the hat on. You know, like when you go to a truck stop and you go to a Flying J and you know all the goofy shit they have, like 
the swords and like a t-shirt with a hawk on it with a Peterbilt. And then they have the cowboy hat pile. He had on the Bangora cowboy hat. like, <laughs> And so I'm like, this guy's going to be a dud, but you know, whatever. So he was the last guy to dance. And Jesse played pony. Oh. <laughs> this dude rips his shirt off. And he is hairy as a bear, okay? You could have branded his belly button, all right? He rips his shirt off, and he's 75. And this dude goes to dancing like you've never seen. And it's a joke. He goes, sir, don't bend over. We're going to be able to see your underwear. And he goes, I threw them away before I got to Vegas. (laughs) And he won. uh, He was having so much fun, and he obviously won the two tickets. And then when I said, here's your two gold buckle seats. And remember, they're not in the gold buckle section. There are seats where you could wear your gold buckle. He's like, well, why'd I take my shirt off? I'm like, don't have an answer for that, sir. But here's your tickets. And he was cool. And he was from, uh, gosh, he was with Travis Shotton. He was an Iowan. Someday it's all going to catch up to you, how you lie. I didn't lie. Up to $500. I said I've got gold buckle seats. Now, I didn't say they're in the gold buckle section (laughs) because to me, Anytime you can watch rodeo, it's like winning the gold buckle. Oh, okay. that's full of crap. Well, you know what? Let's get, let's get our guest up. Dig yes. me out of this hand mode. Help me out here. <laughs> no, you're digging it. Speaking of digging it, we dig this gal. She is the w- wife of one of our best friends, brothers. and uh, But more importantly, she is a champion barrel racer. How many times she make the NFR? I think Carly four, is Four, five, three, three four. Three, multi-time four, NFR. Three, four, five, something multi-time like that. Multi-time NFR. Very talented horse trainer, awesome lady, and she just tells Chase how the cow ate the cabbage, which we all enjoy very much. Rogan, Colorado. National Finals Rodeo Barrel Racer, Miss Carly Servi. today, by the way. Yes, yes, yes. I just got to hold it real close. Should be on, I think. Testing. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Chuck. See, what a lot of people don't know is uh, me and Carly, we're actually pretty pretty good buddies. We've been friends for a while, and I was actually instrumental in Las Vegas in her and her husband's relationship. And that is not even a joke. Remember when you text Chase during the NFR, and Chase wasn't going to text you back, and I said, text her back. No, that is not true. How'd it go? <laughs> How did it go then? Imagine that, you getting a story. No, now. it's not. It was kind of like that. Well, I know he didn't write the text because he can't spell very good. <laughs> and this text was like, hello, good afternoon. How are you? If you're not preoccupied, I'm like, n- not knowing him then, but now I'm like, you definitely didn't write that first text. That was I me. Don't think so you did either. It was me. So we got to explain. Chase is a very uh, introverted person. He doesn't yeah. let himself unless he's one of your, you know, in, in his circle. Then he, he well he cuts loose. But he's very introverted. And and the best and the funny thing about Chase is, like, if we were somewhere and, and you know and Carly and him and dating or something, you'd have to go with him to lunch. <laughs> Because somebody would have to kick up the conversation. So he'd always want me around because obviously we, we like to talk a lot. Yeah, can you hey, tell? Hey, 
hey, can you come to lunch with us? <laughs> come on. And he, then he gets nervous and pinches you. Oh. Yeah, he does. That is a survey trait, but uh, for it, it is for it's you guys like that no chase NFR pickup man seven times seven times and he's picking up this year and like you were talking about Chase, he's so shy he does no trouble picking up. He's obviously one of the best in the world. He's won pickup man of the year twice, and I'm just saying that because we're buddies. He is he's scared to talk to people a lot of times and he's very flat underneath the radar. He gets in the arena. He floats like an angel. No, he floats like a feather in the wind on a beautiful day but in Colorado. And what's funny, the other pickup man, Matt Twitchell, not like his uh, picture that they showed, which is Clint Humble, which is kind of funny. <laughs> did you notice that at the awards banquet? I did. And a picture of Clint Humble up, and it's his pickup man of the year, Matt Twitchell. <laughs> Anywho, I think uh, that's got to be the most quiet it's duo. It's so funny because they want to be friends so bad, but neither one of them talk, so they just, like, stand beside each other awkwardly, just not talking. Well, we, we, I, I texted you this morning, and I said, be, bring Chase, because uh, Chase, he's not really a podcast listener, but what he does, and Binion also. What's that, bud? They listen to uh, J.D. Feller, who's our close friend. So, JD listens to the podcast and then tells Binion and Chase what Hambone and I said. So he Chase kind of <laughs> listens to the podcast secondhand, but he's getting a lot better. I tried to get him to come, but hard no. Yeah, okay, so everybody, he, he everybody watching, if you want to see PRCA and NFR pickup man Chase Servey on Rump Chat, please comment or send us a message, okay? If we get over three comments... We will get him to this show. Which is three more than he will make yeah. when he's on the show. So there we go. they're, they're they commenting right now. So Carly, like, uh, being at back at the NFR, obviously, like Hambone said, you're a great horse trainer. Uh, how many times did you make the finals? Twice. 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 I was 16th. And almost, yeah, oh, you were 16th. It was, you were 16th, Tribal. and I remember that because it was at Omaha, Nebraska. And you were That's right. You had to win. Uh, oh, is this no, not painful, it was, is it? No. It's okay, fine. good. Okay. Um, if the girl before me didn't win money somewhere, you were going to drive me all night yeah. to Altus, Oklahoma. But if she did win, then there, I didn't have a chance anyways. But we had to find a spot for your clown barrel. Yeah. Which is bigger than a horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were going we to put the clown barrel on your hay rack, I think, which would have been funny seeing me and... Carly, who uh, differ in, in weights, uh, <laughs> trying <laughs> to put a huge clown barrel on top of your trailer. But, like, coming back to Vegas, I mean, you, you're obviously super busy now, and you sell a lot of good barrel horses. Mm -hmm. But, like, do, do you come back? Because I, I know I was never that good of a steer wrestler. Like, I, w I did okay. You know, I beat Stockton Graves in 2001 in the Central Plains region. Uh, no big deal. But, you know, like... <laughs> Sometimes, and I'm sure a lot of people that ever rodeoed, even if you never really rodeoed, you watch the NFR, and you're like, man, it would be cool to have one more shot at it. Or it would be cool if it would have happened. So, like, being in your shoes where you've done something not a lot of people do. You know, the NFR is not easy to get to, and you've got to go through that alley twice. Do you, ever, do you watch that and go, man, selling these high-dollar barrel horses is cool, but, man... It's funny because people always are like, so do you still run barrels? Oh, you can't hear me? Yeah, that's better. Go. Do you still run barrels? You know, Like they don't even know because I don't really rodeo much anymore. Mm. But 
it is so, it's such a cool place. Actually, I gave JB a ride to the South Point last night. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, how was it? And he's like, I have never been that nervous in my whole life. JB was nervous? Yes. I yes. And then his phone was like blowing up, of course. And he's like, I didn't get this many text messages when I won the world in the PBR. And I, I just want to point this out for everybody watching at home. JB and Samantha, they uh, kind of made their summer home in Roggen, Colorado at the Survey Ranch because uh, they, they, where Carly and Chase and Binion and Hannah and everybody lives right there uh, outside of the booming metropolis of <laughs> Keensburg, Colorado. Um, Roggen. Yeah, Roggen, Colorado. So JB and Samantha pretty much stayed with you guys all summer. And, and we talk about JB all the time, but you, you guys, you probably are closer with JB than a lot of, a lot of people, you know. Yeah. So, and he was nervous. Like, that's what the NFR does to people, though, isn't it? I know. That's what Those kind of place shoots. it is. Uh, yeah. Um, like, in the afternoon, he's like, my motor's running. I got to go settle my stomach. Like, he was nervous. Did he drink Bud Light and smoke cigarettes? Pro oh, I'm sure he did. Do you think it's because, you know, obviously all the accolades, he's done the PBR, but then there's just so much pressure on the NFR you know, and it just been like, because everybody's like, oh, it's JB versus Sage, you know. And, yeah. And, and the age-old question of PBR versus yeah. PRCA bull rider. <laughs> yeah. Which is stupid, but, I mean, the guy has nothing to prove. And, and I don't God, we talk about him a lot. <laughs> we kind of fangirl JB. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to lie. I smoked I two cigarettes does. with him in Spanish Fork, Utah. I tried to. Two, two cowboy killers, Marlboro Reds. Yeah, you didn't even you didn't make it. Th didn't make it through half. He of only it. smoked. He, it he was only awful. smoked like this much of the cigarette. But he's not the toughest guy in Las Vegas this week. That guy, that guy smoking a joint and drinking Mad Dog man. wine is the yeah. toughest guy in Las Vegas. But but like coming back to it, like so that but it is so, like the NFR is truly magical. It really is. Isn't, isn't that weird? Yeah, it is. It's special. Um, something about the Thomas and Mac, the yellow shoots. It, it's just exciting. And I feel like people are so close mm -hmm. to you. You don't get that feeling anywhere It's that else. atmosphere we were talking about, isn't it? Yeah. Like you can't yeah, – I mean, you ran at Houston multiple times. Uh, Globe Life Park was, was that feel. What, I mean, I don't know if – did you even go last year? To we went. Texas? Yeah, we went? watched I it. I mean, so you felt it. it yeah. It just, it and it was – they did a great yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Don't get us wrong, but I'm, yeah. I'm just – that, that energy that in the building. Not that magical – of yeah. course, it was COVID, and you know, and they didn't, you know, uh, restricted. You know, there was a lot of stuff. But anyway, but I, th I think that that Thomas and Mac, like I said, the energy, and the buzz, and and I love the barrel racing, <coughs> at, at the in the Thomas and Mac. You just don't want to go to their watch party and hang out with them all night. No, okay, I don't. <laughs> Let me get to that. Barrel racing in the Thomas and Mac. I don't blame you. Yeah, I like barrel racing anyways because I play a lot of EDM. And it makes Chase happy. So. Yes. <laughs> I don't I didn't say that I didn't want to hang out with the barrel racers, but at the Orleans we have the all in barrel racing. And there is three thousand entries. <laughs> and that's not that's not blowing it out of proportion. Three thousand entries of barrel racers entered in every division. And I'm gonna tell you what Why didn't you come out? Sorry. Holy cow. I don't even I'm know. I'm going is to it, his is, watch party. Is the all-in barrel race, is that like the UST? Is it, like, is it handicapped or how does that work? Because how in the world can 3,000 ladies from ages 1 to 90, <laughs> you know, 
And and, I, and this is not this is not a jab at barrel racers because I love you. You're my friend. Here's what it takes to be a barrel racer to, at right now at the Orleans. You got to have a 40 foot bloomer trailer or an elite or your trailer has to cost at least $190,000. You got to have a brand new truck with a grill guard and at least I don't know. Your horse has to have all the magnetic oh equipment my gosh. head to toe. Le- and then yes. oh, you have to have a dog, <laughs> at least one dog. A knee that brace. That doesn't listen. The dog can't listen. You have to have the knee brace. <laughs> I, I, yeah. My dog doesn't listen either, but. Chewy listens kind of. When but he feels like the it. The moms, though, the moms of the barrel racers crack me up because when you're going through the casino, you can always spot the barrel racing moms because there's always, like, the, the two daughters, and they're in badly shaped cowboy hats, and <laughs> they have all the, the rubber bands on their spurs. And the mom is usually following them, talking on the phone extremely loud to the dad. <laughs> and, and little brother has a little rope, and he's sitting yeah. there rope, and I'm like, rope Pour my out feet. Of his mind. Rope my foot, please. Well, and I went down I there. I've been up a 12-year-old since I was 28. My, my family, my unofficial family uh, <laughs> from, from Tucson that I kind of lived with in college, and we're, we're, we've always, I've always just been close to his family, the Houstons. So they're uh, Jesse and Garrison. They live in, in Oklahoma. And their daughter Jesse, uh, her daughter Jesse, Allie, she's in the in the deal. And so I was like, you know, I might I might swing down by there. And I got close to the the Orleans Arena, and it was a herd of twelve year old girls. Like like there was probably no joke, probably four hundred and fifty. And they're and I'm like, I'm just I'm gonna I'm just gonna hear about how they did later. Like yeah, I'm not gonna enough. wade mm-hmm. off in there, but. <laughs> There's, there's got to be, oh, well, there, there's got to be. There's a ton of money in it because besides just the truck and trailer and the dogs and the, the outfits and, <laughs> oh, and another thing, I don't know if you've seen this too, Hambone, when they check into the hotel, barrel racing moms have wagons, like the collapsible oh. wagons. <laughs> have you guys seen those? Hey, I have one of those. And inside, the, <laughs> they're, they bring they're, it, they're handy they're for very feeding, handy. They? they bring it into the casino or bring it to their hotel room and they'll, they'll put in like, There'll be cases of water and, and all this <laughs> stuff and yeah, sandwich, but then they but like it's gotta cost an absolute fortune because when you enter these barrel racings, you when you enter you have to buy the hotel room. You don't have the yes. option. Like at these and I guess that's a normal thing. I did enter it one year when Chase came and you had to pay to park your trailer, pay to breathe. Pay and I was like, it's just too too much of a hassle for me. But Does it pay good? Like, if like, th- is the payout worth it in the end? Like, I haven't any. I don't well, even know. The reason it gets so many spectrum, wide spectrum of contestants is it's a 4D. So I have no clue what that means. So they take the winning time and they pay that off, and then they go half a second back from that. That's called the 2D and they pay that off. Then they go another half a second back and pay. So if you can get within two seconds, you have a chance of winning a check. But how do you know? Like, how do you know who's in which D? Just, <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> it's just based off your time. Does anybody know? <laughs> I don't know. Don't make me th- explain this. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> I had to borrow Whitney's trailer. It's just a little weekender, and there's no slide out. It's a nice little trailer, but some guy called me a 4D barrel racer, and I didn't know if that was good or bad. I don't know. When you were gr- <laughs> when you were growing up, 
we both rodeoed to the NWOJR. We did. Did you ever have the horse trailer um, that had the sticker of the barrel horse on the back, and then it says, three barrels, two hearts, <laughs> one dream? No, I didn't. I didn't. Did you? But know I probably wanted one did really you, bad. <laughs> did, you, did you ever know any of the girls, and I'm not making fun of the girls if you're listening that had it, because we all had dumb stickers when we were little, but like the ones that say like, running on faith and then say like Carly and Poco. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I have seen those. No, we usually were like in a half, half top pipe trailer. That's what, yeah, like she that's probably had the ranch trailer, yeah, single axle. She's going to run barrels and go gather up some yeah. sprays afterwards. <laughs> well, you know, I am from Pampa, she's from the, so. yeah, the panhandle of Texas. But yeah. I will say, she does that because Texas. when we went to uh, Flagstaff, Arizona, to the rodeo, Chase and I drove out there and, and uh, neither one of us thought it would be important to bring stuff to change a tire on a trailer. And so we, we took 13 horses out there. We blew a tire on the trailer, of course. And then course. we uh, stood on mm -hmm. the side of I-40 wondering how we were going to jack the trailer up. And I couldn't lift it, uh, the trailer. Because <laughs> you'd worked out that morning. Even with the horses out. <laughs> and so when we finally got there uh, to the rodeo after I ran the truck out of diesel and uh, some other things that happened, uh, Carly took the truck and trailer, the flatbed pickup, and that old Featherlight <laughs> stock trailer with a barrel horse and went to Prescott to run barrels. Um, we got a new trailer here, and we traded in the 1995 Featherlight and the 2001 Featherlight for this one new trailer. And I, I ordered it, and I snuck in an electric jack. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, girl. Yes. Oh, girl. Thank you. Well, Chase realized it and called me, you've got to be kidding me. This is what's wrong with the world. <laughs> <laughs> but he, yeah. he, I guarantee he loves it. I told him, well, there's <laughs> a, no, I said, there's a manual option. So if you are so against it, you can just get that handle out and crank it. And I'll <laughs> use the electric jack. Well, that girl. <laughs> I, that's what, I, I tell you, a quick side story, the, First time I knew I loved Carly and she's going to be part of the family was out here and we were all after the rodeo and Carly and a couple friends and my wife and we go get in my truck and we're headed to the hooey party, I think, wasn't it, or something like that. And uh, Chase is picking up and Chase is being Chase, which those of you who know him, you know him. Doesn't want to go out in public. And, and he, she's in the back seat. And you could tell she's getting perturbed and she goes, Chase. Quit being a bitch. <laughs> and I go, I love her. I, he's got to marry her, and he did. Which well, was a yeah. fantastic <laughs> wedding, by the way. I mean, you got it like you girls have got to, because let's, let's be honest. Um, Chase, me, Hambone, JD, Binion, Collins. We're all dipshits, really. Yeah. I mean, we all did pretty good marrying you girls because, I mean, Think about it. Without Whitney, look what this guy, I mean, who would know? Without Ashley, I, I can't even hardly get up in the morning without my wife around. And, and I mean, <laughs> you, you do you, have a great wife. You were both so, of you. You would have zero money. You were so good with Chase. And, uh, but it, we, we do, we, we've already gotten, if you look right here, I'm already at three messages for Chase Survey to be on Rum Chat, okay? <laughs> and we've offered Binion to be on too, but he, uh, he's, he's kind of ducked it. But um, Deep Creek Fabric. Hey, all right, right there. <laughs> well, that's you guys, all right. All but, you right. know, I, I think, too, what, one thing that makes Carly special, but just besides everything, but, 
you know, when you talk about all these girls that are running these barrel horses, and I've learned this from junior rodeos this year, when we went, Livy and Lola, when we took them to Kingman. Oh, yeah, y'all are getting into that. Oh, my See, gosh. You're going to be at the all-in. Ashley's going to have a wagon. No, she's not. <laughs> I will not have a wife that has a wagon at the Orleans, okay? You, that was, might be a everybody Christmas present that. idea. No, that's not a Christmas <laughs> present, Carly. Shut your mouth, okay? What's your favorite color? No, oh, it's red. not. She likes but, red. So they, a lot of these guys at the Junior Rodeo in Kingman, Kansas, they're strapping these little bitty girls to these high-powered barrel horses, and it's like the girls aren't even, are, don't have any control. It's just like the horses just balls out with a little bitty girl on it. And, and you know, I don't think those girls really understand horsemanship or riding. Yeah. And that's what's cool about you is, is besides just training barrel horses at the ranch, Every, you know, there's so many days in Colorado because the course of Survey Ranch is humongous. You guys are out. I'm very understaffed, yeah. always. So you, no way. <laughs> you guys, you're out there every morning besides just doing your barrel horse deal. You're out catching cattle and moving cattle and doctoring and branding. And, and I think that's such a cool deal because I, I think it's so cool when you see a, a very beautiful lady that they can shine up and, and like at the banquet, you look like a million bucks. And then the next day be covered in cow shit and be working the process and shoot, okay? There's something about that. I don't know. Am I wrong? No. Thank you. Thanks. Is that something you enjoy? Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Depends on the weather. Sometimes not. Yeah. But I grew up that way. Yeah. So. Do you, uh, well, you probably don't because you guys are still married. You don't sort bucking horses with Chase, do you? Well, No. People we always do. say never work cattle with your spouse. <laughs> yeah, we do have a pasture called the yelling pasture. <laughs> it was the first time a new cowboy had come. His name was Buck. And we're pairing cattle out. And I don't know what happened. Chase and I start fighting. And I told him basically to kiss my ass. And <laughs> that Buck's eyes were this big. And he was like, oh, my gosh. And but now it's the yelling pasture. Like, that's the name of it. <laughs> you guys ride out there when you have a disagreement. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe, yell that's at each the, other. maybe that's the key to marriage. If every, if every couple had a nice yelling pasture, then they yeah. slip off Clear to the and solve their problems. Yeah. Well, I yelled at Whitney once, not to her, of course, but I didn't know the window was open to the house. Yeah, that wasn't cool. Oh, she heard you. Then yeah. Hambone was living in a pasture the very next then day. I, yeah, it's a sleeping pasture. Let's uh, let's talk about horses. You're a gray horse. He was radio. Radio, yeah. what a horse. Yeah. Won a lot of money on that horse. Yeah, he was incredible. Yeah, I still have him. He's Is at he the ranch. Around? Yeah. People think he's so old. He's only 17 this year. Oh, but really? I think it's because I ran him since I was like a junior in high school till I was 27 years old so people think he's like ancient but and he won from that day to the last day he was he was good yeah would you always travel with two yeah like when you set off to rodeo hard would you would you always haul two most of the time yeah it went like when we're leaving for the summer and not going to be home but Really, if your backup horse isn't as good as your main horse, you might as well not even bring one. Yeah. So what, what did, I mean, did you ever not run radio as far as, I mean, obviously small rodeos, you know, you 
probably run your back up just to get some runs in front of the sound and music and then all that yeah. stuff. But uh, you I know. had another really good horse. We called him Boy. Like yep, I, won I remember that horse. Ellensburg, Lawton, Lovington, several other. He was really good too. So I kind of tried. He was tried a great horse to too, wasn't he? He was Sorrel. Oh, Sorrel. Okay. Yeah, close. I tried to rotate. I really pay him. attention. <laughs> Shut up, Carly. It's fine. I actually, Whatever. don't. It's podcast talk. So, uh, but what what about now? Like, because you, I see your videos on you know on Facebook and stuff. You run these at jackpots a lot. Yeah. And then is that where you get your business? Is that where like girls like people see them or you know dads yeah. and they're little and like the you said little with little rich dads with little girls. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're selling I like high the dollar. Rich dads. <laughs> <a lot. laughs> the the rich, rich dads, dads are, are awesome. Yeah, I've gotten a lot more into the like the futurity thing, aged horses, four and five year olds, and then I ideally need to sell them after that, but my mother-in-law's over there. She's going to know that doesn't always happen. Sometimes I get attached so and it's hard to and then, let and them then, go. And then they end up being pickup horses at the end of yeah. far. <laughs> How many of Chase's horses out here were barrel horses? Well, or that he uses? he's got one of mine and he's got one of Sherry's. Of course, it's a yellow dinero. Wow. Yep. Didn't Chase get the last dinero colt? Yes. Yeah, I have one, and he never registered them, so they're grade. I have a grade dinero filly. Really? Yeah. Oh. And he's like, "What's it matter? I don't. It's not a big deal." Well, so. man, you know what? Kind of is. I yeah. Mean, Dinero's kind Not of a legend. Not for bucking horses, but <laughs> barrel horses is a little different. It, it's, it's funny. The, the, the Circle Eyes had the same vet papers on their horses for 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we'll driving to the, to the, to the, uh, uh, to the Vista Dory's ride, and Binion just hands me these papers, and I'm looking at them. <laughs> Not even the same color. Disclaimer, well, yeah. not true. No, we, we're very official. <laughs> we lie a lot on Rope Chat. Way yeah. to go, Hambo. Good one. <laughs> oh, they don't watch anyways. Well, you know what? Like, what about the, the barrel horse business is just ungodly crazy. It like, is. Yeah, I, I asked one gal. It, it was a nice looking horse. I'm like, man, that's a beautiful horse right there. So, well, that cost you 50000 Yeah. $50,000 for a seven-year-old girl to run. Yeah. Like, what has happened in the... In, because I don't know, and I, I mean that I'm not just asking, trying to make conversation. Like, how in the world has this barrel horse deal gotten out of control? Because I don't know. Hasn't it, or am I wrong? No, it is, and I don't know where the money is coming from. Because even during COVID, it was, like, insane. I mean, just, I had a horse. I didn't own her. I rode her for a guy. She was a three-year-old, and she was in a cell, the pink buckle cell. Three years old, she'd never been entered. And she brought $375,000. And he, he ended up pulling her out. Can That's you, a whole different story. Can you stop story, and repeat what you just said? Yes. Uh, 375 Actually, a sister to the horse that won the round last night was Cheyenne Wimberly. Side note. No Side note. Yeah. Good God. Three hundred. Yeah. How would you even? You can't even get a, just a decent good old rope horse. I mean, no. really, for, for less even than $10,000. Even the ranch 000, horses are well, yeah, super I mean, Is that market going to top off, with, though? With I mean, his sister's husband, I mean, they had a horse. And he's a nice horse. Don't get me wrong. He's nice. But his ranch horse, 80000 in a sale. Yeah. 80000 Well, like, and Trevor Brazil, I think, had a head horse. 250000 Yeah. Brian Beaver. Yeah. I know the guy. He gave me a ride I on his plane <laughs> one time. I think that probably the... Name drop. It, it, 
how do you can, oh, can you finance that? Like how how in the world do you get to the point in your life? I guess I'm doing something wrong because my girl's horse costs thirty five hundred bucks a piece, but you can ride them in parades. You can yeah. do anything on them. I mean, they're they're not you're not going to win the barrel race, but uh, where in the world? Do, yeah, they're they're good horses, but where in the world? Could you imagine? I, okay, I know my banker. You know your banker. I can't imagine going into my banker and be like, hey, how's it going, Ralph? Hey, pretty good. Hey, I'm going to talk to you. I need a loan. What do you need? $335,000. Okay. Listen, if you're going to spend that much on a horse, you don't need the banker. Yeah. I, I don't know. Who's, <laughs> I don't I'd know. like to find somebody that has that kind of cash laying around. If you do, we got great advertising opportunities right here on Rump Chat. <laughs> you think barrel horses are expensive? For $335,000, that's way too much money. For $100,000, you can sponsor me and my good friend here, Hambone, who are just trying to make enough money to feed our children. Think of the kids. I believe the, kids. the children are the future. Sorry about that. <laughs> kind of got off there. But like, so the average, okay, the barrel horse news, because <laughs> I don't know why it's reading that. They, they came in and put them all over the, the bar there. So, like, your average horse is 90000 $90, bucks. Like, but you hear these stories every now and then of, like, yeah, I got this horse for twenty five hundred and one, two hundred thousand. Yeah. Or I got this horse, you know, uh, what was the great horse uh, that was a feedlot horse? Uh, was it Bozo? Scamper. 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 Yeah. Scamper. So I mean, honestly, I like I'm not in the horse business, but it, it almost feels like you don't really know you could exactly. buy you could buy a three hundred thousand dollar horse and you might not be any more ahead than if you bought a twenty five hundred dollar horse that had potential exactly well, what about radio i mean you you won a ton of money on that horse. yeah and we bought him out of a sale in oklahoma city for fifty five hundred oh, which wow. was the most You're we had two ever zeros. spent yeah yeah he could have gone for way more than that later but I had always ridden like cow horses and my dad's old ranch horses and I did good on them but my dad was like I think we need to find something with some racehorse blood in it so we went to that sale and bought him and that's kind of catapulted it but I never had dreams of really making the NFR I roped in college and I just kind of happened to get a really good horse that took me in that direction. I started going, I won all the college rodeos and then started going to the amateur rodeos. And I remember one time Jill Moody came to one of our barrel races right before the NFR and I won it. She was riding Dolly, her great mm -hmm. mare. And I didn't even know who she was. And someone was like, can you believe what you just did? And I'm like, what? They're like, that's Jill Moody and Dolly and you just outran her. So I don't know, my story's a little different than some because it kind of just happened, you know. It wasn't Shut like... Shut up, Carly. <laughs> well, no, it was... I tried my ass off for 10 <laughs> years to make the finals. No, I'm just kidding. You could have. Well, I've seen you do a backflip. That's true, that's true. I, rem <clears throat> I remember being a, a, a kid out on Servey's Ranch and Sherry Servey would you know, be rodeo and she'd come through and she'd stop and then, you know, she would go to some jackpots around there. Could you imagine... You know, you're backing your horse out. You're getting jacked up, you know. And girl, I'm going to go win some money. And then here comes Sherry <laughs> Servey. You're at the Son of a. <laughs> you're at the rodeo in Grover, yeah, Colorado. Yeah, Kingsburg or something. <laughs> yeah, one day rodeo in Grover, and here comes Sherry <laughs> Servey. When, when you were rodeoing and you got around all the barrel racers, uh, 
when I think event to event to event, we've you see like friendships and some borderline shit talking, like with bulldoggers or or calf ropers. Like when you were when you were rodeoing hard, like was your group of girls was it pretty like because you never really see barrel racers hanging out together. Yeah. Like it's kind of a mysterious group. Like it's you like on live with Lucia, you saw all the there was three uh, Dawson Hay and and uh, Leighton Green, and, you know, they were all kind of buddied up. But you never really see – you see groups of ropers, groups of bronc riders, bull riders, uh, the bullfighters for the BFO. You never see groups of barrel racers <laughs> just hanging, hanging out. out. No. Why is that, Carly? Oh, I don't know. They're, I don't know. They don't like each other, Did I you guess. ever did, – did you get along with your group of gals when y'all were going? I mean, yeah, cordial and – I have a couple really good friends. Samantha Mooney, mm-hmm. we rodeoed together. She made the NFR, too, mm-hmm. as in her own right, as a barrel racer. So that's kind of how I know JB and all them. But I don't have a lot of good barrel racer friends, no. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Not saying that they're wow. bad. <laughs> if anybody here would like to be Carly's friend, please holler at us. She lives nowhere in Colorado. I, with I Chase mean, I live no in the friends. middle of nowhere. But and it's beautiful. Chase is a full-time job, so. I don't know. Rogan's <laughs> fixing to blow up. I've heard some things on the street. But is it? It's just what I heard. I hope we get a restaurant soon. Yeah, I heard. I remember the restaurant there. Nancy. Nancy's what was the, kitchen. Nancy, <laughs> what was the name of that restaurant in Rogan? Millie's and Binion. When we were kids, and we'd write pen pal. We were best rodeo buds. I still have the letters. And he <laughs> used to sign them Ben the Man. And he said he was gonna he was gonna wait tables at Millie's. <laughs> St- the Stuckies. Yeah, I think anybody that's ever been to the Servi Ranch has had a good meal at the Pepper Pot of Hudson, Colorado. For sure. <laughs> at, See, and I used to at the ranch when you know I'd stay there a lot back in the day <clears throat> when I was single and stuff. And uh, they'd always, you know be up at six in the morning or five and go cattle well I started I like to cook so I was smart and I go I'm gonna cook everybody so I'll just stay here you guys go ahead smartest thing I ever maybe I should do that because when I was well the first time we went there I was I think 12 and Mike comes waking us come on boys get up boys it's five (laughs) I'm like what is going on and um they Juan took me and Binion and Chase and they dropped them in a different pasture and me in the pasture 65 in the middle of nowhere. And he says, okay, there's a bull in here. We need to drive him up through there. The gates are over there. You'll see him. Yeah. <laughs> this is like a Not section, happening. right? You know, and here I am riding in a green saddle on a ho- gray horse yeah. named Ring. When, when they're ca- when their <laughs> trap is 5,000 acres, just get him into that small trap over there. We'll get him caught. <laughs> like... Hashtag not the same. Yeah. And it's never going to take very long. And the, That's the, always yeah. the – they set it up. This is going to be a real quick, easy – real fast. Yeah. Did you have to go through the yelling pasture that day, Hambo? Yeah, mm-hmm. well, it was scary. I didn't know what I was doing. And you're, and then Juan says, this girl, it's a straight shot, straight shot right back there. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm getting a phone call from Desire Incorporated. Ooh. Uh-oh, where did you go should last I, night? Should, you want, should we take this? Take it. See what they say. <clears throat> On speaker. Hello? Yeah, hey, this is Wayne. Oh, I know who you are. Hey, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have my shipment hey, of women's I, panties? Can I, can I call you right back? <laughs> Desire.com. Right, 
God, that uh, got weird in a hurry. You I know, know the Wayne. guy by name. Yeah, who's Wayne? Wayne. That Wayne got weird. Is, uh, buys and sells things. Okay, that just got weird. Back to you, Carly. <laughs> Back to barrel horses and Good Lord. nothing illegal. <laughs> nothing that comes you know out of the nothing that comes out of the ground. I'll say. <laughs> you know we're live right now, Hambone. You do the okay. Uh, well, do you ever see yourself back to the barrel horse deal? Do you ever see yourself trying to come back? I mean, you're obviously pretty happy training horses and hanging out, and you guys, of course, got cattle, and, and you do a lot with uh, Survey Championship Rodeo and raising 500 horses a year across the ranch, and, and you're obviously busy enough, but, you know, I, I know you're good friends with Emily Miller and, and Oh, yeah, I forgot her. I, she's <laughs> she's your buddy. Friend. Yeah. And, and she's on my pro fantasy team, and she won $11,000 last night. That was night. a good pick. Yeah. Haley's um, my pick. She was on my team. Haley, she was first out. Haley won. She was expensive. She won 16000 last night. Anybody that's playing pro fantasy rodeo in my uh, my little league. Who's your bull rider? I picked JB. <laughs> I couldn't afford Haley and JB. Well, so. Right. So here's what I did. <laughs> Boudreaux's a good pick. Boudreaux's yeah, good. and he was cheap. He was like 20000 I think. But like he'd been going to the PBRs. Right. So yeah. he barely. He, he was kind he had of a good a September and got in late. Yeah. And uh, so he's a steal. That's a good, that's a good pick. And that's when I was talking earlier about the Facebook feeds. Uh, like I like to creep them and just see what everybody's. Everybody, there's so many people at home that have never been on a bull that there's like hundreds of comments. By God, I thought those bulls at the NFR looked like they were supposed to be at the high school rodeo. <laughs> Did you guys see all you those? You have to love those people. people they were, were very rider friendly, though. I mean, it was it was not NFL. a hard set of bulls, but you know, it, they got ten rounds. I mean, right. it's, it's not like you know. I think it's good to start out with a bunch of rides like that. Get the guys get confidence. That way, the bull ride doesn't suck. For yeah, I mean, because the, the first night is the hopper pin, right? So the easier. Yeah, well, it was supposed it had to, be the, to be. It was supposed to be the hopper pin, but it did not seem that way in the bronc riding. No. Ours I, was not yeah. a hopper. Yeah, congratulations, Survey Rodeo. You. One they won the round on. What, what is that? Ain't no angel. Yeah. No. Uh, Wyatt Earp. Wyatt Earp. Yeah. Yep. Ain't no angels. Zeke the Roan bareback. Yeah, and they won third on him. He calls Thanks. himself family. Yeah. <laughs> well, so but like, <laughs> I I'm just I'm not a fan of bucking everybody off the first night. Like. Yeah. It, it, Let them ease into it before they is, get hammered on this elimination. This is ten rounds. You can't. <laughs> You couldn't bring in chiseled every night and just slam dudes on the ground yeah. like, you know, it's it's. Let's thanks just, for coming, guys. Let's ease into the day. Let's not just I don't know. Wade Sundell bucked off Sioux City Sioux. That which did I did not, not, I did not see, see that, that coming. White no. Casper bucked off. Did not see that coming. No, me either. You know, he's a Pampa boy. Yes, he is. Yeah. Miami, I guess. Miami. Yeah. Not Miami. Miami, no to Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami, Oklahoma is the only county where every person in the whole county voted for Trump. Is that correct? No, one, Miami, Texas. There is a Miami, Oklahoma, too. I mean, that's what I meant, Texas. Yeah, one person didn't. Who was it? They're going to find out, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> one person in your whole county didn't yeah, vote Yeah, CNN has come out, and it's a town of, like, how many people? Five? Yeah. The wow. whole county's 500 people in the town of the, the, the whole county. That's the only town. 499 yep. people voted for Trump, one didn't. Yeah. And Shit. we're going to find out who it was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, they moved. Or not. <laughs> they moved. 
They went to the train station. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just kidding. Speaking of which, you, uh, I know you do watch Yellowstone. I do. I, do you love season four so far of Yellowstone? Yeah. I've missed, I missed the last episode because I was out here, but it's been good. What about you? Do you watch I, it? I, I've loved it, and I know it's corny, and Hambone's just starting to finally watch it, but the part with, <laughs> and I said that I'm in the la last rub chat when he's got the cooler. Hey, is this your cooler? <laughs> yeah. Is this your cooler? What's in the cooler? I tried to get Chase to watch it, and it was the episode where they pulled a calf, and the calf jumps up and runs, runs off, off, and he's all clean. And he was like, I can't do it. You know <laughs> what? I get into the storyline, you know, it's, it's entertaining, but... The part, I think we talked about this a couple episodes ago, but it just drives me up a wall because nobody, especially with a ranch of 100 th plus thousand acres, and the barrel racer, that Jimmy's girlfriend or whatever, this is from the last season, and she's in the back seat, and him and, and, and uh, who was the, the Rip. Dude, Rip. And uh, she, he's talking about spurs. Oh, look at these spurs. These are some name brand spurs. I don't know. Oh, I bet those things sing all the way across the barnyard. <laughs> they do. Who would say that? I like Who how they writes all this crap? <laughs> Team Ropers at the South Point this week, they all do that. They all drive yeah. brand new bloomers across their pastures, too. Those are like their work yeah. trailers. The Team that's Ropers. That's not realistic. The Team Ropers at the South. You've ever been to ours. Sorry, I keep Yeah, no, that's you. true. <laughs> the Team Ropers at the South Point, what, their spurs are uh, what my dad they says, they put them in a town hole. Yeah, you got to put your which spurs. Which they drag on the ground, you know. You got to make that noise. Make it They're cool. not real ranch trailers until, like, one of the Snapchats from uh, the Survey Ranch when one of the single axle ranch trailers, the, the axle broke off. <laughs> and there's a picture of this single axle uh, half-top trailer in the ditch with no wheels or axle. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> they had to bring a tractor out yep. and sit it on a flatbed <laughs> to get it somewhere to get an axle. You've never had a bad feeling until you've lost your axle and it's the only axle you have, okay? <laughs> Probably scared the horse a little bit, but uh, what the best thing I've learned from Yellowstone, I didn't know this, uh, speaking of the calf scene, I didn't know when calves were born, they already had ear tags. <laughs> that was amazing. Or did you notice in the first episode of this new season, the calves from like the 1800s when they're with the Indians had ear tags Yeah, too. <laughs> they give that guy. That's what I'm saying, like, ah, I can't get over that. Stuff. They had white texts in 1800 yeah. back then. You know, I'm going to give you one of my Herefords. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're having a contest to see how, you know, their, how far their reigning horses will slide. Yeah, if, it can get pretty cheesy. So with, sure. the, with the characters... <laughs> What the characters of Yellowstone is. That's just so Taylor Sheridan can get in his own show. What a, if you had to put the Survey Ranch and assign a character to each person there, <laughs> who would it be? Who would be Rip at the Survey Ranch? Steve Fexer. <laughs> would it be Harold? Harold. <laughs> for sure, Harold. <laughs> Harold, yeah. Who would Chase be? Mad, mad Dog. Oh, Chase is Casey. <laughs> Binion's the other one. What's his name? Jamie? Yes. Jamie. The, the oh, no, we did it. Jamie. Jamie, the Jamie, other brother. The, the, he's the older brother. Yeah, yeah the, the lawyer. Could you imagine if they had a sister? It would be like Beth. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Beth is hot. Yeah, she's mean though. Yeah. Well, you got to be mean in this crazy old world. <laughs> Did you guys know a branding iron will heat a tub of water in two, 32 seconds? Yeah. 
So if you want to take a hot, if you want to take a hot bath, you throw in the deal and then <laughs> why have you, I'm not going to ask that question. About, about <laughs> said something crazy, but I, I'm pretty sure no one ever at the Serve Your Ranch has ever uh, threw a branding iron in a, a water tank and walked out naked and just got in it with a bottle of champagne and sat for the day. Maybe Jim Houston. Jim, Jim yeah. Houston. <laughs> so Jim Houston, for a two-time world champion bareback rider, he's the one who invented the hard-handled rigging. The hard-handled rigging, which my whole life Mike would just rail him over because it, it, you know how it sits on the horses. Anyway. Jim takes care of everything leather on the ranch. And uh, Jim is a special human being. Yes. That's all you can say. Jim is You know, eclectic. he was an all-American football player, too. Yeah, Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah. And he tapes his, or his eyebrows back when they get too hairy. Yes. He tapes them. To keep them out of his eyes. He yeah. is he an absolute joy to be around. I love him. Yeah. Unless he's mad. then. Now, that would be a guy I'd, fun. Love, I'd love to have Jim Houston on Rump Chat talking about the good old days. That would be a good one. He's got one. some great stories. We're going to have to get into that in the future. I like the one where they wouldn't let him in the gay, the gay guy. And Mike told this story. He come <laughs> dragging three guys. He used to, he's a big guy now, and he's, how old is Jim? 80. 80s. Yeah. And he come in the arena, and Mike said he had one guy on his back and two on each arm in his gear bag. They wouldn't let him in the gate, right, because he was running late. <laughs> It's that, nit that's what, that's the only one work. I can tell live in front of yeah. a, a Well, well that, might be a, that might be a Rump Chat Raw exclusive. So oh, That's a great idea. Jim Houston Raw. Two-time world champ. Well, awesome. Well, it's 2 o'clock. It's 2 o'clock. Time I, to wrap it up. We're I, done already? I know. Time it's, flies when you're having good times. It's been an hour. But thank you to uh, Carly Servi. Everybody cheer for Carly. Yay, Carly. Uh, a great gal, a great wife, a great horseman, and a great friend. And a great friend. And her husband, Chase, is going to be on Rump Chat soon, or else we will beat the crap out of him in the parking lot of the NFR. Night number two of the NFR. Be sure to uh, check, check out, get some gold buckle beer, get you a Pendleton. Thanks to our friends at Pete Car Rodeo Company. Yeah, we got some merch we'll give away here in a second. So. Manscaped, gold buckle. All 3,500 of you stick around. Yeah. We got <laughs> koozies for everybody. Lots of koozies. All right. Thank you all for coming out. Thank you, Hambo. Hey, thanks, Pete. Pendleton, like we said. Oh, Pro Fantasy Rodeo. How are you doing on the – how's our fantasy – Looking, how's our league? Uh, we're we're okay. Not last night wasn't strong for anybody, but uh, night number one's done. Night number two, we're coming that way. We need to give Jim Manscaped, by the way. Rum Chat Twenty, go to Manscaped.com. We'll Christmas that. gifts. That's a good idea. Jim would be good because Jim is. I've seen Jim. Never mind. Got See y'all later. Thanks everybody.